What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Christian Dude Podcast. My name is Ricky Schick. And I'm Joe Schick. And our theology is not perfect, but, but our, our God, God sure is. is. What's going on, my friends? Well, there was a spider on me, and you just d- refused to take it off of me. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> He's like, no, the spider, the spider right here. I'm like, and I'm like, can you, can you, can you get it off me, bro? And he's just, I'm not gonna touch you. If I just a did, the, I just you. did the cha-cha slide. You did the cha-cha over here slide towards trying to figure out what kind of coffee are we drinking today. Let's, um, so today's <laughs> coffee <laughs> is sponsored by Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. I, I just had, I had enough of you. So today's coffee is 100% a. Arabica, Peru, gosh, this is a Peru Cafe Maya. How am I supposed to read that? Mayan roast shade crown. Nice. From Honduras. I dare you to read the back. Why? Because I read the back last time. It's in Spanish. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Read it. I dare you. el primeras. Nestra mm-hmm. Verdele de Café. Ios de Experienzo. Mi aporo más de 85 años de experiencia. Okay, so to translate that in English for you who didn't understand. It tastes we proudly really present, good. We proudly present our Café Maya coffee selection. More than 85 years of experience endorsed our brand product of an outstanding coffee tradition in Honduras. So, we just want to thank we want to thank Apostle Anodia for giving us this amazing coffee that I have not tried yet. So, taste test. Tastes pretty good. I hate that sound. (laughs) You ever see someone get blasted on the podcast? (laughs) I'm going to give it a seven and a half. I would say it's solid seven eight. It's a seven solid seven eight. Seven eight. I, I give it a seven eight. Pretty I feel good. more cultural as I'm drinking it. Do you? Yes. I feel like I get a little more Honduras in me. A little more Honduras. <laughs> <laughs> I learned a new word today. Oh man. Anyway. Well. So, anyway, what we're, we're not perfect. I think that's what we wanted to talk about today, and I think just to clarify to everybody, we came up with the topic of what it's like. To not be perfect and why that is okay. And I was on the phone with Joe actually several times today explaining to him, hey, we're going to talk about being imperfect. And about seven or eight or so times, he asked me, what are we talking about again? I asked him like nine times today. I was like, yo, what's the topic we're talking about again today? We're not perfect. We forget. We do stupid things. We sin. And that's what God's grace is for. I'm not saying grace is a license to sin. Let me say it again. Grace is not a license to sin. But. But you're going to sin because we suck at this game. Yeah. Okay. This game called life. We suck at it. We're supposed to suck you're at it. You're going to sin. And that's why God was like, I, I got to send my, I got to send my son down to take care of this because you guys, there's no, there is nobody worthy on earth. So I will send my son. Okay, so let's unpack that because that's all on point. Let's <laughs> let's unpack that <laughs> and rewind. I think that was the um. You actually put that very well. Mm-hmm. He's like, you all suck at this game. Let me send the VIP. Let me send the VIP. <laughs> Let me send my MVP in. So everyone gets so caught up, even myself. You know, we get so caught up, especially if you're like a perfectionist like me and this guy. Um, 
right? We get so caught up in trying to, we'll call, follow all the rules or stay in the parameters that God gave us, right? Rules were meant to be broken. (laughs) (laughs) No, they weren't. They're put there for a reason. And, you know, let's just say that there is, you're in a yard, right? And God is your father. He is your father. But just to illustrate this, you're in a yard and he puts a fence around. He says, you can go and play and do whatever you want. You have all this freedom to be in this backyard, to do whatever you'd like to do, right? In the parameters of this yard. But going outside, going over that fence is where you're in danger and where you're going to get hurt. You can go over the fence if you want. It's on you. But you're in a, you're, you're, you're not going to like what's on the other side of that fence. Grass and, ain't greener. And with that is, God says, hey... Here is all these things that you can stay in. Here's your freedom. I'm giving you all this freedom, right? But when you pass those lines, that's where you get into trouble. Mm. You say, well, what does that look like? Well, sin has consequences, not only eternal consequences, but it's got physical consequences. If I go and steal from somebody, there are Mm. consequences to that. You know, if I go and lie to someone continually, Mm -hmm. there are consequences to that. There's also spiritual attachments. There are also spiritual attachments to that. Right. And um, open doors. Open doors. But that's why he's. That's why he. Yeah. And that's why he says to stay in my parameter. Right. To so that you're protected. in Stay in the word. Right. Stay in the word. Mm. Stay focused on God so that you don't go focusing on the things of the flesh. Right. Right. Even this, even the apostles weren't perfect. They're not supposed to be. All right. Well, they, 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 they suck too. Mm-hmm. All right. And that's why Jesus was here. Right. Even he was like, "Why? How long do I have to bear with you people?" Right. It was one of the. Uh, it's not an exact quote. Don't quote. No, me it's me. not an exact quote. But here's just to unpack it for you. Sin, right, as you would call it, or not being perfect, there is a price to that, right, and that needs to be paid, right. It's called sin. For wage for sin is death, right. And in the Old Testament, people would give these sacrifices to cleanse themselves of these sins, right? Mm -hmm. So God said, okay, I understand. Here's the fact that none of you got it right and none of you were perfect. He already knew that, right? He knew that none of us would be perfect. So to save us, he says, I'm going to send my son who is going to fulfill the law, right? He's going to live a perfect sinless life, right? But now he is going to, he's going to atone and be that sacrifice, that ultimate sacrifice, not a lamb, not um, a bull or something like that. Mm-hmm. He is going to shed his, God's going to shed his son's life to be that ultimate sacrifice for me and you mm-hmm. so that we, so that we, the price for sin has already been paid. He mm-hmm. paid that penalty. We don't have to pay for that anymore. That's right. Because he took the burden of our sin mm-hmm. so that we're made right with him through a relationship with him. So going back to not being perfect, when you're in Christ, right? When you have that relationship with Jesus, when you accept him, right? And you accept that relationship with him, right? You are in right standing with God. And he sees you the same way he sees Jesus. Mm-hmm. So when we, and then we get into this place where we start beating ourselves up because we just can't get it right. Well, that's the point. You're not supposed to get it right. That's what grace is for. That's what grace is for. Uh-huh. So in one word, how would you describe grace? Grace. Okay. Now what was, what is grace to you? Forgiveness. Okay. Right. Forgiveness, and we have to forgive so that we can be forgiven. You know, we we forgive. You know, we, bleh, he gave much, so he can forgive us much. Right, right. So grace is undeserving love. It's grace that well, we don't deserve. Whole, it. That's what the whole Bible is: is a love letter. Yes, to us. It's a love letter to us from God. And the thing is, is that we're not, we can't earn it. You play zero part. I couldn't earn it. 
<laughs> I don't deserve it. Still, you give yourself away. You know, I play that song on guitar all the time, and Do I'm you? terrible at it. Oh man, you should have played that today at the end of the, at the end of the thing. I, I should have, but I'm I'm terrible at it for some reason. My vocal, my voice just doesn't connect with that song. Um, but anyway, grace is undeserving love, and it's one of these things what we don't deserve. We don't deserve it. We're not supposed to deserve it. We're not supposed to earn it. That's the difference between Christianity and other religions. Other religions work, right? It's all about works. It's all about what can I do to earn this? What can I do to earn this? What can I earn my way to heaven with? Right. What can I do to get closer to God? And the thing that makes Christianity so amazing is that God understands that you're human. You're not perfect. You're not he, supposed to be he's perfect. He's already with us. Right. He's already here, bro. Right. You look inside you. <laughs> you, you, I lose my train of thought every time you interrupt me. That's right. You've been on a rant for like three minutes. I'll just let you go. I'll just turn my mic off. That's fine. You can go. No, it's fine. No, I'm just going to unplug it. There's okay, no... let me finish my thought then. Sure. Okay, well, I actually lost my train of thought. Isn't that great? That's the whole point of this podcast. Yes. Let's just keep it rolling. Okay, let's just keep it rolling. <laughs> because I had, I had such a good thought I wanted to get you know across. What? And... You know what? Religion is constantly opposing relationship. And relationship with God opposes religion. You know that? Go on. Every time. No, I'm, I'm trying to bounce back now. See, that's what I do. I, I I'm give, listening now because you I, made a good point. Right? Great point. And, and I, I feel like if you are in a relationship with God, you're not going to be religious. You know what I'm saying? There's people in religion, in the Catholic Church, you sin, you go in the box with the priest, Father, I have sinned, mm -hmm. say 10 Hail Marys, five off fathers, and do do the Macarena. Right. I, 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 and then your sins are forgiven. No, you, you have to feel it in your heart that you made a mistake and that you're asking for forgiveness. And that's where grace comes in. You'll receive grace because you're not going to want to sin anymore. Even though you do sin every once in a while, you make that mistake, you mess up. You don't want to do it anymore. So you feel it in your heart and you ask for forgiveness. And that's where forgiveness and grace comes and from. And you're in a relationship with God. And when you have this relationship with him and you're in love with him and you felt his presence and you feel his love, you know, for him, when you understand what he did for you. I don't want to go and sin anymore because I love Jesus. It doesn't feel right. You don't feel good. You're like, ah, I don't you, feel There's good. no obligation to go, oh, I better go to confessional because that's what I'm supposed to do. We're not knocking on you guys. No, we're not. We're here to tell you that it's okay to mess up. You're supposed to, right? Because I, I got into yes. the, the habit of yes. knowing, understanding what grace is, but still at the same time, not being able to wrap my head around how God loved me so much that he just wants a friendship and a relationship with me. Yes. Right? Yes. You know, God, and here's a quick quote. What, what do you think about this? God won't heal what you won't reveal. Uh, I mean, what you won't admit. Exactly. What you won't admit. Because God's a gentleman. And you got it. You got it. That's why they say you have to openly admit your sin to God. And then he will forgive you. Well, here's the thing. God already forgives us. Uh, yeah, right? I'm sorry. I got I got. Our dog got, is in the, yeah, is in the, the building again. The dog came, started biting something, and I lost my train of thought. And she just comes. She like knows we're filming the podcast. And you, a little dirty girl, stop it. So God won't heal what you won't reveal. And it's one of those things where God wants to not only be your friend, he wants to be your father, he wants to love you. He wants a relationship he, with you. And he won't, he's not going to go and barge into your room and say, Get over here. Get over here. <laughs> yeah. Uppercut. Freeze. You know, <laughs> freeze. <laughs> no, he Everybody won't do that. Everybody clap your hands. 
okay, if I'll keep with it. Uh, <laughs> he won't do that because he loves you. He wants a relationship with you. He's not going to barge into your life, you know, and say. You have free will. Oh, that's why. <laughs> am, I, am I opening a can of worms again? Oh, Jesus. Go. <laughs> Just go. My Calvinist brain is triggered. Go. Go. Finish your sentence. Heretic. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Heretic. Heretic. No, I'm joking. Anyways. Um, Tell me more about your He's not going to force you into doing something. He wants you to reach out to him. Exactly. He wants you to look for him. Well, and it's one of these things where, like, we don't own the house, right? And it's so funny. We get so prideful thinking, this is our house, this is our money, and this is this, nope. this is my car. This is God's. This, this is, is God's. all God's. He gave this to us to serve him. It's like a kid. To do his work. It, right. It's like a kid who has a car, right? His mom's car. Yep. Dad, can I take the car out? Yeah, can I take the car out? I am so angry, but the child is so angry that I have to be home by 11. But I, why do I have to be home by 11? I don't understand. It's not your car. It's not your car. Right? And God, and, but why does mom tell you to be home by 11? To keep you safe. Because she loves you. Because mom and dad love you. There's bigger things out there that you're not aware of that the big man upstairs is aware of. Right. Sounds like you need to put the armor on before you walk out the house. Right. If you haven't already, do it now. Well, talk to me about the armor. Oh, so but you want me to talk to you yeah, about? Yeah, talk, talk to me about. Talk to me about the armor. Let's talk about the armor. What does what does a warrior do before he goes into battle? Mm-hmm. What does a warrior do before he, puts he goes on into his battle? armor? Well, what does he put on? He puts on. Ooh, I got this one ready. Bible knowledge one hundred and one. He puts on the helmet of salvation. salvation. He puts on the breastplate of righteousness. righteousness. He puts on the belt yep. of truth and the shoes of peace. He wields the shield of faith and the sword of the spirit. That was pretty good. That was very good. That. I memorized that. Yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna trade my sword and my shield for an AR. Can we do that? <laughs> can we do that? Can we do that? Jesus, can I have an AR? Mm. You know what's so cool about the um, armor of God? Not one piece of that armor is meant to is meant to protect you from the rear. What does that mean? God wants you to move forward in your battle, knowing that you he, will conquer you will conquer it you will right? defeat everything you put your foot on and he'll see you through the storm you know what i'm saying you're not going to get not that you're not going to get bumped or bruised or hurt you are going to get through the storm we are not perfect sometimes we dig our own graves no pun intended no pun intended Literally. <laughs> wow no pun intended sometimes we dig our own holes and make our own messes but well, to look at not being perfect, I think it falls into two categories. You either got a super religious person who wants to follow all the rules, like me, right? Or you get a super rebellious person. I'm not pointing any fingers or anything. Yeah, but you, it doesn't matter how many rules you care about. It, the doesn't, rule. it doesn't matter. No, what are you I'm talking making, about? I'm making, I'm making no. an illustration. I'm making an illustration here. Hold on. <laughs> no, you, you, you were directing that right at me. I directed it at myself. Did you not hear me? I did the first part. Okay. I was saying people fall under two categories. I feel convicted. All right, go ahead. I'm two categories. Only two categories. Okay. Maybe I'm just generalizing okay. here, but it all falls into the realm of it's okay not to be perfect. You see, you got the one person who wants to follow the rules and make sure that there's order and they want to follow everything, but they can't, right? Yeah, so you're like the Pharisees. Exactly. 100% on point. Oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. And I'm holier than thou just are. a robot. Or then you got the other guy who just says, ah, screw it. I can't follow these rules anyway, right? But it's not It's not meant to be that way, right? God, what, here's the thing. When you're fall out of the parameters that God builds 
you can't have intimacy with him. And ultimately, he wants to have intimacy with you. Because right? he wants a relationship. And beyond that relationship, he wants to heal you. He wants to heal those wounds that are deep down inside of you, right? Whether that's anger, aggression, addiction. He wants to be able to heal that. And he need, he can only heal that if he's in relationship with you. Mm. And when you jump outside these barriers, right? When you It pushes you away from God, right? It doesn't draw you near to him. So he wants you to draw near to him so that he can heal those broken places. He but wants you to look for him. Exactly. And he won't heal what you won't reveal to him. You got to dig. You got to open up that book. You got to start peeling back those pages and start reading. If you don't like to read, you better, you're you going to start liking to read. It'll, it'll hit you because you're not reading with your eyes and your understanding. You're reading it with God's God's interpretation. Mm -hmm. He's giving it to you. He's downloading information to you, what you need to understand. Sometimes you'll read the same book in the Bible three or four times and get three or four different interpretations or three or four different different things you needed to know. Can I can I con not contradict you, but can I dis can I respectfully disagree with you? You can do whatever you want. It's your talk podcast. To respectfully not to disagree, but to I have a different have, I perspective. I respectfully disagree with you. How yes. about yo, you're wrong, bro. You're not wrong though. But you're not wrong. Here's the thing. If I'm not right. When you tell people you better start reading, you better start doing this. I think Christians need to stop doing. And I think if you want to have a relationship with somebody, right, you're going to have to want to have that relationship, right? Well, yeah. So start sure. doing. No. If I if I if I read the Bible reluctantly, right? Mm -hmm. Am I going to be able to receive? Oh yeah, no. I don't read unless I actually feel like I That's want to. That's what I mean. Like I need to want to read it to read. Like there's days, like there's Sundays where I'm just like, I I, I just don't want to read. Like, I'll go put on a sermon or something, but I won't read because I'm just not in a mood to read, and I won't receive anything I'm reading. Exactly. I I so I'm, I didn't disagree with you. I'm not saying, read your Bible now, or right, right, right. take your eye out. Like, yeah. <laughs> wow, I said to myself, really good. Wow, you Woo! did it. Yay. Yay. Clap everyone for Joe. Yay. He hasn't cursed once this podcast. I didn't curse in any podcast. Oh, gosh. Do we have to talk about that? Never mind. Oh, gosh. Before, pre, and post are completely different from within. Yeah. Ghost riding the whip. It was I didn't curse. You didn't. No. It was very naughty into one. Pull out game strong. <laughs> <laughs> didn't curse. You didn't. That that lasted longer than Ghost Ride Whip. Whip. Not a curse. Not a curse. Pull. Yes. Out. Yes. Games. Uh-huh. Doesn't have to be a curse. What is it? Strong. Mean? What does it mean? I don't know. What does it mean? Sometimes I don't have to curse, but it can have a bad meaning to it. That's fine. Yeah. You you are what you interpret, you know? No, that's not true. <laughs> that's so not accurate. That's not, that's not pizza. That's that hamburger. That is not biblical either. Don't that listen not, to don't, that. Don't do that. I'm just kidding, guys. So just to round everything off, and I really want to hone into this one point, that stop beating yourself up. Have grace for yourself. And know that God wants to have an intimate relationship with you. He wants to know all your problems, all your burdens, what you're thankful for. He wants to have this relationship with you because in this relationship, he can build your character. But I know right? he knows all my problems. He knows all my things. My mom and dad know most of the stuff about me. But if I don't talk about it, there's going to be no relationship and no conversation. No, and no fixing, growth. no healing, there's no, no growth. growth. Exactly. And beyond growth... Your character, who you are, giving you that peace, joy, and understanding. Because I can only have peace, joy, and understanding when I have that relationship with God and I'm in constant communication, when I'm in his barriers. You have to constantly need God for everything. You shouldn't be everything. able to get out of bed without him. Dependent. You shouldn't be. You can't breathe without him, first off, whether you think you can or not. Nothing you do is you, bro. 
Chica. Nothing you do is you. Is you. It's all him. So get it out of your head. Me, 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 me. Logic, logic oppresses faith. Wow. Logic oppresses faith. In what aspect? In all aspects. Mm. If you think, you think you got this, <laughs> wrong. Well, I would say pride. That means you don't put faith in God. I would say pride so suppresses if you put faith. All faith in God. Sure. You won't have logic or pride. You'll just be fully reliant on him. Well, you'll have logic. He'll give you the logic and wisdom. He will give it to you. Right. It's not your logic. So that's why I said pride. Okay. To tie it in. Okay. Because you're right. Yeah. When you're prideful and think you can do it all on your own, watch how fast things start to fall apart. Because mm. I don't know about you, but I am not strong enough no to do this life alone. And I realized that I have gone through my worst of times mm. when I went through it with the Lord, mm. right? I had a peace and a joy in my heart. Like when things were like falling down around me, I was like, yo, I'm fine. And people were like, what is wrong with you? Why aren't you, why aren't you crying or doing drugs or complaining? Because I got peace <laughs> in my heart. Drugs. Psych. Psych. Losers. Yeah. How do you spell losers? I don't know because I'm dyslexic. Wait, L-O-S-E-R-S. So to wrap this up, we're trying to say is, guys, you're not perfect. Whether we're talking about relationships, whether we're talking about, you know, our relationship with people, don't. Listen, it's okay. Look for God to make decisions for you. Ask him and you shall receive. Okay? Look for his grace. Ask for forgiveness. Sure. And I think it goes, and to have that relationship with him is something that will make not only your life better, but it's about having eternity with him and really avoiding hell. Let's get honest here. Just to tie up the gospel for you, God gave us two decisions to make because he understood that we were not perfect. And the wage for sin is death, right? The wage for sin is death to understand that not nobody there's not one good person on this planet and that's mm-hmm. good that's actually comforting for me to know you know that our good doesn't outweigh our bad when we go to heaven it's not about that right you don't go to a judge when you rob a bank and say well guess what i walked 7000 old ladies across the street there still needs a debt to be paid god is a just god god and he loves you so much that he understood that you couldn't pay that debt right of sin that he sent his son to die, to be mutilated, to be crucified. Totally emasticated. Destroyed. On a cross. Crippled. He lived the perfect life. Degraded. Right. To be the ultimate sacrifice to you so the sin that you bore, the sin that I bore, will be put on him so that we can have grace and forgiveness and have right relationship with him so that we can spend eternity with him in heaven and not hell hell wasn't made for me and you it was made Mm-mm. for the demons yes right the fallen angels that rebelled right. against god there's no reason for us to be there there's no reason for us to be there look for your savior look for jesus and you will find it exactly jesus wants to have a relationship with you invite him into your heart right ask look for that relationship with him mm. right and be at peace with him knowing that you will be spending eternity with him with him the creator of the universe. Thank God. Thank God for Jesus, man. Well, Thank God I got peace in my heart. You got peace in your heart. God, all day. All day long. I know when I die, I know exactly where I'm going. Isn't that nice to know? Like, I'm not worried. Well, you know our you know our motto. Our theology isn't, isn't perfect, perfect, but our, our God, God sure is. is. I've been Ricky Schick. And this is Joe Schick. And we'll see you later. Peace. Peace.